Welcome to the Society Sucks Podcast. My name is Harvey Caves. My name is Mario Molina, and this is a podcast that covers mindset, finance, spirituality, and more. With new episodes coming out every week, we make it our goal to inspire and help you on your journey to success. So take a deep breath and enjoy. Telling you, if I just start to focus on like what is actually important, at least now that I'm awoken to the idea of Jesus Christ being the main thing that I should focus on, I have no more worries of, you know, mm-hmm. these girls, these money, you know, what's what's going to happen because I have no worry anymore, you know? And that's what made me think, like, I need to focus on that more instead of all the other because once mm-hmm. I focus myself on that, puzzles of the, you know, it will all yeah. just come together instead of me like trying to find each individual puzzle yeah. but like the main thing to look at mm-hmm. will help me guide me to get everything else that I want yeah. in my life therefore that's true and I don't know bro it no, just makes me start to think about that so much that's good because I mean we all need guidance right like people just try to like just go straight for something you know and it's like everything's scrambled it's harder to figure things out on your own and when you realize that you're really not alone that there's someone out there that's like waiting on you to be like, hey, you know, I'm, I need guidance. You exactly. Know? It's, I mean, it's that's also common sense. I mean, if someone's been down a certain trail or a certain road before, would you not ask that person, hey, what are the ways? What, where do I go? Where do I turn? Exactly. You know? Just so you know, Jesus been there, done that, right? He's the perfect example. And then God, you know, straight, you know, just getting closer to God. That should uh-huh. be our number that's one thing. Getting closer to God. Yeah. The thing is, bro. Yeah, that's so true seeing yourself you know becoming more of that and i feel like people are so caught up in i guess the materialistic things caught up in you know the likes the comments but that's not what i'm saying is supposed to be like the thing i should be worried about i should be worried about you know building that relationship mm-hmm. and getting closer with that and therefore mm-hmm. once i become closer with god and jesus that's what will lead me into the abundance of happiness and love and success in my life that's what will attract that even more and I feel like that's why I'm sorry to you know I was kind of non-balanced I didn't feel like I was really doing anything and I felt sort of alone that's what it was it was loneliness yes. not knowing a confusion and I swear this right here happened for a reason bro us watching that you know all yeah. these videos for a reason because oh, I've yeah. started to feel this oh. way and I was like what can I do in order and then this is it, this is it. and the craziest thing too like, it doesn't matter where you start from. And that's what, you know, the ex-Satanist video made yes. me realize. Like, it doesn't matter if you're the worst oh. person possible. If you're going through the, you know, the worst things. Like, he will always bless you with grace and mercy. Because he sees, you know, you have so much more Tom. than you do. And that's so crazy. Because that guy, speaking on, you know, because we were watching an ex-Satanist I guess we, he, we wouldn't say he converted, yeah. but you know he started to build a relationship with Jesus Christ, and that made him start to realize so much more. And he just spoke on his his experience of being a Satanist and all the things that he would go through and the things that he would do, and how he started to realize. You know, he had like what was it a dream or yeah he had well it was like it wasn't a, like an out of like body experience. experience yeah that's what it was and you know he went to hell and he saw that like, the devil was scared that he was you know betraying him and, and mm-hmm. he but he he even said he didn't know he was confused like he doesn't know we we're talking about i don't mm-hmm. and then that's when he saw god or christ and mm-hmm. that in that way he started to realize you know like even if i did all of this 
like he was still there to give me mercy and he mm-hmm. started to realize like, you can be in the complete opposite of the spectrum and still be able to have this bond with him and you start yeah. to realize you know why was I ever on this path yeah. and that's so crazy because it's an instant switch he instantly yeah. decided to throw everything become this whole new person mm-hmm. simply because of this sort of I don't know if I don't want to say thing or this awakening this realization yeah. happened for himself and that costs so much, and that's what I'm thinking about myself personally. And then I guess like you realize how much better off your life was, like with Jesus, like with a closer connection to God. Exactly. Um, that's like how was I ever doing any of that stuff? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me think about that. Like, I mean, I wasn't ever. I would never say that I was a completely religious person. That I would mm-hmm. be so into it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's what I lack in my life. Mm-hmm. I lack faith. I lack. Mm-hmm. You know, something, oh. a guide. Yeah. And that's why I always felt so lost. So to you, I guess that was the missing puzzle piece. Because, I mean, you were doing the morning routines. You were doing, like you said, before we started recording, you said you were doing all this stuff, but for some reason you felt lonely. Exactly. You were working, like you were in a completely different environment, but inside you still felt alone. So there was something missing. So I don't think there was, I don't think it's a coincidence that we started watching these videos, right, about how these people... Jesus is a big factor and you know God is a huge part of their life like they mm-hmm. make sure that I mean reading the Bible also has all these you know I guess money biblical principles of money in there that, that helped you know Dave Ramsey I know we're I know we're rambling on but like yeah we watched like a few videos Dave Ramsey was talking about uh, the Bible's money principles and then there, we watched this ex-Satanist ex testimony and then we watched these um people who practice new age that were had like demonic possessions, you know, and stuff like exactly. that. And it's like, it's, it's a simple fix. You know, if you're being reeled in by all this stuff, that's like appealing, but if for, like, it's not fixing anything really, it's just like, you feel like you are, you know, that, that we were just looking at people who were lost and by simply, you know, getting closer to God exactly. is, is, how, is how you fix this stuff. And dude, the craziest thing now that you mentioned, you know, how we're looking like the biggest things that have been on my mind consistently is money yeah speaking of money that and you know me consistently thinking why am i feeling like this sort of alone and this is crazy that all this right now the yeah. videos that we're watching hit these things perfectly and the, the the missing piece that i really do feel like i am missing is that faith bro mm. and i feel like that's what it is and if i build this relationship and become you know closer with god and Jesus Christ and able to be that try to act mm-hmm. as if mm-hmm. and I'm able to you know I'll see all those feelings of you know sadness and loneliness mm-hmm. they'll diminish like that won't even be a thing mm-hmm. and I start to realize like I need to just focus on myself and build this relationship and once I do everything else in my life will fall into place mm-hmm. and I don't need to worry about one specific thing like me wanting to have a girlfriend or me you know yeah. wanting to have this car i don't need to worry about that that's that's yeah. not important yeah. but what is important is building this relationship exactly. and once i do that falls into place bro and that's all like that's what made me think about yeah. my life like what am i missing and literally i'm thinking about like i'm getting everything that i need together yeah but i'm missing one huge piece that i've yeah. yet to realize and like i guess this is like you gotta go back to the entire origin is you gotta connect to source you know, source, God, you know, our creator. Um, that's, I feel like that's, that's the first thing is trying to establish that. Cause it's like, it's like, you might have the GPS, right? 
but you never plugged it in. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where's the energy coming from? Where's the power coming from? You know, so you might have like, you know, the GPS there and like you think you need the GPS to get there, but you're never really plugging it in. So you don't really, you don't really like yeah. know where you're going. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like you got, well, what episode is this by the way? It's 37. All right, guys, welcome to episode 37. As you can tell, we just jumped straight. Well, actually, I just flipped on the mic so I could, you know, Mario was talking about all this stuff. I was like, yeah, this might be a good topic, so I'm just going to flip on the mic right quick. But um, let's see, some background before we get any deeper into this. Uh, we started talking, I forgot what it was. We were talking about uh, spirituality. Yeah, the new age. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who feel lured, like, lured in by like um, all these different beliefs, and people are just getting like played around with, like, with puppets, like, oh, I have to go out and buy this book. Oh, I have to go out and and focus on this chakra or have to go out and the buy this necklace chakra. have to like there's so much out there you're just being swayed around everywhere and uh when really it's a lot simpler than that and uh you know i was just showing mario videos of, of course you know if, if y'all believe in that kind of stuff you know that's that's fine you know but for us personally we notice that it's um it just it kind of throws you around everywhere you know yeah. and like it's not that it's, it's really about where your intention is going it's not that, you know, I'm, I'm not, yeah, it is the intention. I'm, I'm not religious. I, I just consider yeah, myself a spiritual person, yeah, yeah, you know, because like what some people do or a lot of like, uh, I guess, new age people, what I find out that they do is they're, you know, they're Christians or Catholics, right? And they, they're kind of boxed in by this religion where I have to be the certain way, I have to do this. And then they get out of one box and put themselves in another box where they suddenly feel like, oh, I still have to do this, I have to do this. And, and it's just, that's not the way it should be. You know, if you're freeing yourself from something, you should... You know, still seek to connect the source, but like what we've noticed is people. The source. Yeah, exactly. And what what I what I've seen a lot of people do is they put all this attention and priority in in um in crystals, in necklaces, in materialistic things. The moment you feel like you have to buy into something is the moment when it becomes wrong. I feel when it comes to spirituality, at least you know. Yeah, because you're like, what you don't need to buy into it. If we're we're natural, you know, human beings, we are spirits living in temporary bodies. So as spirits, we need to connect to source. That's mm-hmm. free. You know, there's no, you don't need to pay money to do that. You don't need to go out there and buy things or go out and do things in order to do that. And uh, that's why, you know, I guess we got into the talk about, you know, praying and meditation. Praying is the art of speaking to God and meditating is the art of listening to God. Yes. And so we started talking about that also. And I guess that led me to showing Mario. I was like, hey, uh, let me let me show you because like Mark, you were talking about like oh you used to meditate and like yeah. focus on chakras. That's what I'm like saying. That. Yeah, I was gonna speak on that and how we I sort of got into looking into these videos where I guess personally I was speaking on how I would use to meditate on chakras and I would feel like you know maybe I am doing some certain way to achieve quote unquote enlightenment and feel like you know I'm quote unquote more woke than the other. Yeah. And that's where I start. That's where we start to see many had more problems. Yes. That's when we start to see you know infest of you know un I don't want to say demon but it is demons it's 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 demonic possession I mean there's I mean think about it like this there's a spiritual world out there right and in that spiritual world there is good and bad there's good and evil you open the door you can get all types of all you, types. Really, you really don't know but um oh yeah I remember now you were showing me what was it the spiritual soul oh yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. he was not not to call out the, the guy but I mean he was um, I, I noticed like his body language the way he was speaking he was talking down like on, on people acting like as if everyone was ignorant and he mm-hmm. was the woke one you oh, know that's, what it is that, that's, that's where it yeah. started and so I started to point out hey Mario you know we gotta be careful about who we're listening to because I mean you know yes there's truth in what people say sure but just like his demeanor the way he goes about it the way he goes about his own spirituality 
is that of looking at other people as inferior to him. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he has a superiority complex going on mm. in his mind where you can see it in his in his body language, in his facial gestures. He's just looking at people like, oh, y'all are all so stupid and ignorant. I don't even want to waste my time with y'all. Yeah, you know, exactly. y'all, y'all asking me all these questions. You know, I'm not going to answer all this third dimensional mm-hmm. question. Stuff it's like not that. even like, yeah, okay, we see that he is like that. And we, we see like, you know, we don't want to be like that. That's the yes. thing. We want to be able to speak on it and the point where you understand, you feel help, and now you imply into your life, not, you know, shun you, not like completely ah. make you seem like you're some simpleton, ignorant person that can know, not learn anything. Yeah. That's the thing though. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I also pointed out tomorrow was like when I was noticing all of his gestures and the way he spoke like about, like about that kind of stuff, I was like, look. Now imagine the flip end of this person. Like imagine if someone was instead saying, oh yeah, no, I'm willing to help y'all. You know, like uh, I've learned this through my experiences. This is what I've been dealing with. And you know, it's okay if you're there. I've been there before too. You know, regardless of what you believe in, like that—that's the way things should be taught. Not like, oh, I don't, I don't want to waste my time with y'all. Exactly. You know, the way he was speaking to his fan base. Really, this guy has a pretty big yeah, following does, too. Nine hundred sixty thousand subs, almost a million. And the way he was saying, like, yeah, y'all sending me emails. Y'all were sending me all this stuff. Asking third about this. It's all third dimensional shit. I don't want to waste my time with y'all. You're asking stupid questions. I made videos about this stuff before. I'm just like, what? If you're willing to teach, if you're willing, it shouldn't feel like a chore. It shouldn't feel like something bad. Or like you should look at other people as inferior simply because they're not at that level yet. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I was explaining tomorrow. I was like, look, imagine if someone instead was saying like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to teach y'all. I'll, I'll, you know, y'all ask me questions. I'm sorry I can't get to all of y'all's questions in time. I'll be answering them, you know, one by one. Uh, you know, that, that sounds a lot nicer and it's not, you're treating people as like some ignorant, like idiots. Really. Exactly. So. Some tries to say that, especially, I guess, stemming from that video, mm-hmm. we moved on into sort of like the new age testimony and how people got into that, mm-hmm. but they started to see it in, I guess they didn't start to see it, but they started to infest the bad in what could come out of the good and bad. Yeah. And that's the thing. I guess they were, would they be vulnerable or what would you say? They're putting themselves in a vulnerable position. Because think about it. The moment you let yourself be played with any force, you know, you're you're become their puppet, you know. So you, you feel like you have to go out there and do this. Like even we're watching this lady that was talking about how she was doing six hour meditations and it was just so excessive, you know. Like six hour meditation, she'd be missing out on school. She'd be mm-hmm. putting off things. Oh, and going yeah. back to what we said in other topics, if anything gets in the way of your priorities or of, of your actual it's life, it's, it's, it's wrong. It creates more problems. So, um, so yeah, that's stuff we were noticing in, I guess, this lady's testimony. She was talking about how she would do six-hour meditations, that she would, when she'd meditate, she'd look at uh, only, like, chakra meditations and stuff like that. I was just like, there's more to life than this, you know? Exactly. Like, it's, um, but you're doing too, too much and getting too little, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like she sort of got into it because she was in a vulnerable spot. So maybe she didn't even know right from wrong. And, you know, we have no right to blame her. But I'm saying, like, she never had a relationship with Jesus. She never had. And that's what also has to play a part with that, too. It's true. So I don't know. I just want you to see if you can like elaborate on that. Yeah. So I guess I guess from her testimony, she said at the beginning that she was raised Catholic. I yeah, think. and then she like became and, agnostic. And, yeah, right? she became agnostic. That she just believed whatever was told. Which that right there is already a sign. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was in a vulnerable position. She said that she felt you know lonely and and kind of depressed and anxious. You know, and so to cope with all that, she started, you know, they were taking her to hospitals and they offered her medications, which she, she turned out, which is, which is a good thing, you know, yeah, you're not supposed good. to just take all these pills and medications depend on that. You need to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Really. And, um, 
So, but like out of that vulnerability came just accepting whatever was told, whatever you were told. So she got into meditation first. Of course, there's nothing wrong with meditation. No, but um, it's like the intent. Like we it's say, it's a intention. tool. It's a tool and you can use it for both good and bad. And sometimes you might be deceived into thinking that you're improving yourself, but really you're caught in an endless cycle, which was unfortunately what was happening to this lady is that she thought she was working on herself. She thought that, oh, I just need to open up my, my sacral chakra and, and it'll fix these problems affiliated with these emotions and then I have to work on this one next. And it's just like, no, that's not how it is. It's, mm-hmm. You don't just do one magic meditation, you're done, you know? And so that's something like people get caught into is like this deception that you're working on yourself by meditating and thinking about the color of your chakra and you're good. Exactly. You know, that's not how it works. You know, it looks... It's like experiences, spirituality is applied in real life on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just don't go out there and you suddenly achieved enlightenment and, you know. Now you're better just, than everyone. Know, yeah, yeah, you're better than everyone. I don't know. That's what, what it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was her uh, testimony there about how she was caught in this loop. She thought she was improving herself. And then uh, eventually it ended it with, like, her getting, I guess... Like literally, like demonically possessed, and exactly. it's not the way the movies put it out to me. It's just literally like you have these attachments, you know. So you don't know where your depression comes from. You don't know where these suicidal thoughts come from. You don't know where your anxieties come from. Mm. You've done everything that a sane person would do, yet you still have these emotions and feelings. Is because there's a an entity there that's that's messing with you. Mm-hmm. It's something that you've attracted, that you've opened the doors to, and that's something that she's uh, that, that she was explaining there. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. She had manifested these demons, and they started to you know, become a part of her, even if she wouldn't channel them, specifically saying that she wouldn't even channel them, but they would still be there. Mm-hmm. And that shows how much power they had over her or power they had within her. Yeah. She started to feel like I had something in me, she would say. She's, yeah, yeah, she did say that. She said that she was also like heavy into, like she, she was taking LZ and stuff, yeah, right? Exactly. And this is, I guess, her breaking point because in that, in that trip, she said she... She felt like this anxiety come over her or something. She said she to relax. She, she, she laid down. She meditated. She did her breathing techniques. And she was pulled out of her body. She saw her body from her, I guess, uh, third person. Herself, yeah. And um, and she got really scared. She thought she had died. By the time she went back inside her body. I'm just summarizing here. <laughs> By the time she went back inside her body, she felt like this panic. She's like, okay, I'm not safe. Like, I hear, like, these like voices yeah. in my head like, like I'm hearing this stuff you, you know? yeah like we got you and stuff like that like we've actually just like we're taking like it's exactly. like I feel like we're taking pieces away of her little by little and uh, and uh, her and her friend didn't really believe in I guess uh, Jesus oh okay and so she, yeah and so she she prayed her friend prayed for her and the moment she said Jesus you know they, they, they didn't really believe but the moment they said the name of Jesus was when like she like felt she like, felt like yeah. a spirit leave her body mm-hmm. like an evil spirit leave her body and so I guess that's that's a powerful testimony right there that it just comes to show that exactly. you just it's it's simpler than just all these things you know you just gotta connect to source and it's connect not connect to source bro yeah. that's what it is and I feel like that's a major point that you know hitting in that story it speaks on you know she went through do all this all this and all this in order to achieve quote unquote enlightenment mm-hmm. and in the moment where you know the demons infested inside of her yeah. she knew that she wasn't religious. And she knew her friend wasn't, but she said, pray for me. Like she specified pray for me. And the fact that her friend prayed for her and then, you know, the word and saying Jesus helped her, like her body and her mind start to like spiritually, you feel that, you know, the demons cannot combat with Jesus and the lie, you know, every, every good has more power than that evil. And that's the thing. I guess that made her truly realize everybody has those realization moments 
that, you know, I am doing something wrong. And now I'm switching my whole mentality to mm-hmm. be this person now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, um, and even with the name of Jesus, like that just comes to show that, you know, no one's asking you to like, okay, start attending church, start doing all this stuff. You start being religious, you know, you don't want to box yourself back in into like, you know, uh, beliefs that you don't resonate with mm-hmm. but at the same time I mean that just comes to show that even if you're not religious you can still have a relationship with Christ yes. you know or like just connect to source connect to God you know do work work as if if you were representing God in the best way possible right that, I mean that, that's the way it should be which Jesus was that example so that is the example we follow so um, but yeah I mean I don't know so we started seeing all that it's just like yeah there's there's um it's not all that, you know, it's not no, all it's these not. materialistic things. It's not all this stuff. I mean, yeah, it's okay. And, it, and I guess here's something else I noticed. I'm just, you know, just speaking like we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm, yeah, but, um, one thing I noticed too is that uh, people tend to just do things out of fear really hard. You know, like it's, it's like, oh, uh, okay, if all this is evil, then if, if all this is bad, I don't want to be, have demons. So I'm just, you know, I guess you try to identify yourself. Okay, then what am I? Do I become Catholic? Do I become Christian? You know, do I have to start doing all this stuff? And it's like, no, not really. You don't have to like pick and choose a religion to start following just so you can get out of, I guess, whatever issues you're having. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's asking you to do that. It's more of, you got to acknowledge that there is a creator, that there is a designer behind all of this. You know, it's just, even the smartest scientists, Albert Einstein, uh, people have said that once you actually look under the microscope, once you actually look beyond that and look at the math, you realize everything's too perfect. You know, everything is in perfect, um, in, in sync with each other. That everything is just too aligned and balanced for there not to be designer or creator. Because everything is just like one, like just one small thing off from everything just everything, yeah. you know? Dude, but, that's so crazy. You know, okay, keep going, keep going. I mean, yeah, no, that's basically it. What were you going to say? No, but that makes so much sense, bro, because like people like, I mean, nature, like nature itself and just being able to go outside and see how you know, beautiful everything is. Mm-hmm. Like, this was not a mistake. Everything was made with perfect calculation. Yeah. Everything was made in order for it to be this way. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people, like, take it for granted. And that's yeah. the thing. Not a lot of people take the time to be grateful for it. Yeah. Because they haven't realized that. They see it as everyday thing. Mm-hmm. But that's when I say, that's when you take moments to acknowledge the Creator. That's exactly. when you take moments to... You know, be thankful. You know, I'm here. I have the ability to experience this. I can feel. I can touch. I can see yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, and it's it's and you also have to look like I don't know. I feel like the creator has left his signature on just about everything. Like you see, like the like the creator, any creator, you know, expressing themselves through their creations, right? Mm. So you see nature. You see these animals. You see life in general around you is it's beautiful you know you got to see it for what it is it's the good in it yeah you can focus on the bad all you want but you'll only get bad out of that but once you actually take the time to acknowledge how beautiful nature is how things just effortlessly grow how everything's just like it's in it's in harmony with each other you know and um you know you 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 connect more to source you connect more with nature through actually bringing gratitude to this by actually being thankful for for acknowledging that yeah like there's a creator i mean it's like that's like um you know, there's this baker, right? Or there's there's a chef, you know, yeah. and they and they bring you this cake, and it's like you're only saying, oh yes, I love this cake, but you never thank the baker for baking Ooh, that cake, exactly. you know? It's like, I don't know. To me, it's just common sense for there for you to acknowledge that, you mm. know, the creator, like, oh, thank you, I'm grateful for this, I'm happy for this, you know, yes. rather than just you know eating up all that cake and saying thank you to the cake, like, oh. like no, like there there's a, there was a baker, there was a creator behind that. Oh, you know, okay, thank you, you yeah, know? that makes sense. 
that's a, I guess that's a way for y'all to be able to understand, you know, it, it, it can be seen as this huge thing, but I guess in simpler terms to give y'all like an analogy, yeah, that, that it. so it makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. And also, I wouldn't say I'm religious, I'm pretty sure Harvey wouldn't say he's a religious person, but that's the, we're not trying to emphasize be religious, go to oh. church, you know, <laughs> do all this and all this, but that's the thing, we want to, I guess, what would, I don't know if we would have a label for any of this, mm-hmm. but just find a way to build a closer relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay, so this is a good point, because I mean, when you think of spirituality, people tend to, t- like I guess religious people tie a negative connotation to that. They think, oh, spiritual, these people, witchcraft, you know, yes. voodoo stuff. Yes, or, exactly. Or just weird stuff, you know, and it's not that. It's spirituality is in essence what we are. Like we are spiritual beings living in temporary human bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Bible says that, right? So there's, it's not that there's anything wrong about not being religious and being spiritual. It's just spiritual is just, you you know that you're on your own journey. You're not boxed in by, by I guess, certain beliefs that constrict you to only thinking a certain way simply because this is what people have believed for thousands yeah. of years. It's more of you're exploring this as you go with the – or my personal belief is that you're exploring as you go with the acknowledgement that there's creator. And mm-hmm. how else – you know, and then I guess – the how comes in. Okay, well then, how do you live in accordance, like in a, in a in harmony with the Creator? Mm-hmm. And it's through Jesus, Ooh. you know. So I guess, Ooh, okay. yeah, because like Jesus is our our best example that we have here on Earth, right? Like it, it He was and is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like He lived a life filled with love and compassion and forgiveness. Like that is insane. Like even at His time of death. He wasn't angry with him. Exactly. He said, he said Father, God, forgive, forgive them for they know not Exactly. What and that's so important. I guess a lot of people need to start to see that they need to start to... Because no one can be Jesus, but you can act as if. That's the thing. You, you start to act like the traits that he has. You know, yeah. love, compassion. Start to be that. Give that. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can truly become. You're not, you don't have to follow these guidelines. Mm-hmm. But you just... That's how you would want to be. Personally, I would feel like yeah, I want exactly to be that. Too. You know, that's how I want to be with anyone I interact with. They feel yeah. like this center of energy, this comfortability around me to be able to talk to me, to be able to yeah. feel like, you know, I'm here for you. Like you radiate this energy exactly. that people like gravitate towards, that you want to like be that person that heals. You want to be that person that, that gives comfort, that gives life to things. You know, exactly. you want to be the caretaker, the steward, the giver, the lover, you know, you don't want to be anything opposite of that. Exactly. We don't see ourselves as a godlike. We don't let our ego take over us and mm. see, you know, this is flesh, this is temporary. So we see yeah. it as that. So we don't like to acknowledge the ego mm. side of things and think, oh, we're better than you. We know yeah. so much than more than you. Yeah, you yeah. can't be on this level. That's not the thing that we oh. want to personify, I guess. Yeah. We want to make sure that y'all understand that. It's almost like just having us having these conversations and seeing you know we want to be this certain way as a person yeah and if you liked to you know be this way too adapted into your life and we adapted yeah. from jesus yeah. so i'm saying like if we be as jesus we attract people that want to be that attract that same energy yeah. and i'm not saying like everybody's canceled out over mm-hmm. a certain type of way that I want to be mm-hmm. but that's just me personally other people mm-hmm. can live their life in the way they dictate whatever they learned mm-hmm. but I'm saying this is what I would say is mine yeah that's what I was about to say is like I guess people are kind of confused as to what we believe in they're like what our spiritual path is but that's the thing a spiritual path isn't def- isn't like concrete you know exactly. it's not for sure way I mean a spiritual path is a journey you still face your ups and downs you still face 
I mean, you can be the best Christian and still face adversity. You can, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, the Bible even says that you'll continue to face adversity, but this time with, with more help, with more armor, you know, but like, I don't know. Um, our, our spiritual, our spirituality is something that I guess, I guess when I explain it to people, I usually get, you know, weird looks from Christians yeah. to kind of like, mm, that's, that's wrong. I'm like, it's not wrong. It's just different side of the same coin. Ooh, that's you know? what it is. And um, I guess just be open to everything, guys. Of course, we're not telling y'all uh, to be uh, the the same. Like, you know, like what yeah. was it? Like enforce, like you said, yeah, enforce our spiritual saying. views on y'all, mm-hmm. or tell y'all not to be Christian. Like it's not any of that. Yeah. It's just whatever belief you have. Um, be open. Yes, but the thing is, yes, you can have your own religion, but that doesn't mean you know your religion is the end all be all. Because obviously, we've been i guess in the religious sort of life too we've experienced religion from our own young age and now we're at this point where we feel like you know Mm -hmm. maybe we want to step away from that sort of and look at everything else yeah you know that's what i feel like with religious people as well we're not going to shame you for being it we're not going to shame you for being any sort of way but you know take the time and listen to these people that say they're spiritual take the time and listen to these people that say they're a completely different religion too you don't completely just shut them out but, you know, mm-hmm. learn from them, study them, you know. It's not about yours is better than the other, but, you know, simple conversation can go so mm-hmm. much more, can mean so much more. That's so true, because at the end of the day, like, once you actually have conversations with people of different beliefs, you realize that you're aiming for the same thing, to be the, a good as possible person. Exactly. And also that, you know, I mean, we believe in life after death, that there is a, a destination after this, right? And so, you know, you don't really want to cut people off. If you are religious, if you're Christian, Catholic, you know, whatever um you don't want to just cancel out people and think that i I guess it comes from fear too that's what i've noticed when i talk to people it's like it's it's a fear thing if they don't believe that their religion is the religion you know what i mean because they feel like okay no if this is what there is i need to follow this down to the end and i can't doubt i can't question Mm. and that's that's pretty toxic way to think about it like you you need to question you know god gave us a mind to question things what ask how you know all these questions in order to give us the ability to think literally we have all the ability to think and you know think for our own selves Mm -hmm. and that's what's so powerful about it you shouldn't let you know what you grew up with what others surround you and say Mm -hmm. dictate your way of thinking and that's so important to implement not only with just religion but in every aspect of your life Mm -hmm. like think outside of the box or not even think outside of the box but do your own research Mm -hmm. and realize you know it, you won't, I'm pretty sure, no, I'm 100% that God, he gave me this mind and this ability to do my own research and find everything that I feel like, okay, now I understand. Mm. But he will not shun you or condone you into fucking hell. Yeah. If you start to wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Once you, if, like, I feel like people think like, oh, once you start questioning, that shows that I doubt God if I start to question. That's not what that is. If anything, that shows that you're you're not a sheep you know that you're gonna you're willing to if anything affirm your beliefs that okay this is right because i'm getting these results you Mm. know and this you know like it's it's more of you gotta see what works like you look into each one now and Mm. now you came out with even a greater more like i guess appreciation and compassion for what you truly feels right for you now exactly because you educated yourself you're not just some sheep ignorant person that this is the way this is the only way but you looked mm-hmm. into everything and now you feel okay i can make the decision for myself mm-hmm. and now i feel this is the right path mm-hmm. and that's what i feel like it's more important yeah 
And it starts with questioning, you know, that all starts with questioning and and questioning your surroundings. Because, I mean, obviously there's things in the Bible that I disagree with. And some Christians are really hard-headed and say, oh, no, the Bible is 100% truth. Everything in it is correct. I'm like, no, if it's written by man, there is margin for error. The fact that it's written by man, you know, the fact that it's written by by guys. I mean, um, yeah, it's the flesh. The flesh is mistakes. The flesh is, you know, imperfect. But once you actually connect like spiritually to God, once you actually have these conversations, and that's why I feel like prayer meditation is really yes. important because prayers, it's like you're sending something out there. You know, you're sending it out to God. You're, you're asking for something. You want clarification. You want something, anything it is, anything. You're speaking, right? It's, yes. it's the art of speaking to God. And then you can sit back and meditate, you know, right after, or day after or something. Just make it a routine if you want to. But you meditate and you listen for these answers. You listen to like what is possible like what 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 can i actually get Mm -hmm. from this you know and i feel like that's that's the most powerful thing that's you know that's not something i guess every pastor will tell you to do or that you know your family will tell you to do but that's something that's so important as part of any spiritual practice religious or spiritual whatever that's something that's so important is to pray and meditate i feel like that's something that's that everyone should include in their in their routines no that is so important i know i have implemented that into my routine but i really haven't been meditating as I should then I start to notice it's all happened in this past few days Mm -hmm. and all this has started to do something in me in order to start to think what is this thing that I'm missing and that's why when I say that this whole thing did not happen out of a coincidence but it's happening for a reason for me personally to have this realization and that's when I started to think about so much more than you know just religion but as you know a greater or creator in order to, you know, fully feel like now I have a closer bond with a spiritual sense of it. Mm-hmm. Now I know why I'm meditating. Now I know why I pray. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I didn't know the why. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess um, also as, as we're speaking, I'm, I'm kind of like trying to assume or like gather questions that might be are being asked by listeners right now. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, why aren't you Christian? You know, what what is it about the Bible or, or something that you disagree with? Like, what is it? And like for me, it's just it's just the fact that uh, yeah, of course, it's that the book is written by men, and some people are, are just really convinced. Again, I'm not trying to offend anyone here, but it's just the fact that um, you know, people. It's just there's there's too much bargain for error, right? First of all, and second of all, I don't believe that that God changes. I feel like God is forever consistent. and is always consistent and always is and always will be, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I believe in a lot of the same things Christians do, actually, but the Holy Spirit, uh, Christ. Uh, God, you know, and um, but there's just one thing. It's just the 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 events in the Bible. It's just I don't feel like oh God told us to go fight this war and kill these people. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like God is 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 the author of this uh, of of death and, and death. war and all that stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah, or or even like I guess the author of confusion or the author of like mi- misleading people and and guiding stuff like that. It's just like I don't know. I don't feel like God changes it from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Or that uh, in certain events he acts this way, and and you know I guess I guess it's because they tried I guess the writers tried to personify God, make him like more man, like more tangible for people to understand, uh-huh. calling him like that he's angry, and, and even the fact that they call God a he, you know, and really God isn't a he or a she, God isn't an old man in the sky. It's just I guess they related to more of a father figure, sure, uh, which is which exactly. is fine, you know. But um, I don't know. There's just too much uh, lack of consistency in the Bible. For me to just 100% agree that everything in the Bible is truth. I mean, there's a lot of contradictions in it. Yeah, there's also a lot of contradictions in it. But, of course, 
I'm not just because there's that doesn't mean I'm going to go atheist. You know, and that'd be, that'd be the, the wrong route to take. Some people see all this like, oh, well, that, yeah, that must be, you know, the Bible's just stories. Uh, that's all it is. It's a fictional book. I'm like, no, you got to look deeper into it than that. The Bible has a lot of truth in it. And uh, that's something I want to make clear here, too, is that, you know, the reason I'm not a Christian is 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 not because I hate the Bible or that, yeah, that I'm exactly. against all these things. Like, I, there's something to take away, and there's so much truth in it, and it's a powerful book. And by the way, guys, if y'all are spiritual and kind of straight away from the Bible, like, I highly recommend start reading the Bible. Like, the Bible has so much truth in it. Um, and again, you know, pray and meditate and stuff like that. But anyway, um, I don't know. I guess I have, I have reasons, I guess, to not consider myself a Christian because I feel like it's just, it's... It's boxed in, and some people wouldn't consider me a Christian either way because yeah. they say, "Oh, you know, don't don't work on the Sabbath, don't do this," and it's it's kind of like let out of fear mm-hmm. rather than love, you know, for for God. to be a certain way, fear to be this quote unquote perfect Christian. But the thing is, mm-hmm. no one can ever be this perfect person, and mm-hmm. if you claim to be, and your actions dictate else you know they you claim to be you act a certain way on a sunday morning go to church you know get all your things done Mm -hmm. but then then you know the next weekend comes like what what are you doing is this like is this christian quote-unquote christian like yeah and would you be able to the ability to say yes or no and i feel like i personally probably wouldn't fill in i guess the each guideline in order to be this quote-unquote perfect christian Mm-hmm. But I'm not aiming to be any certain way, perfect exactly perfect, especially. But I know that if I'm just a good person overall, treat people well, and you know, just continue to live life, you know, with an abundance of love, happiness, and try to mm-hmm. spread that, be generous as I can, be as forgiving. I don't see like, will God shun me for that? For um, not going to church? See, yeah. For not doing all, exactly. you know, the quote yeah, that's that, that's the problem too. Is that I've seen people come up to me and tell me like, "Yeah, dude, my dad, you know, is pissed at me because of my, you know, I got piercings, you know, or earrings and stuff like that." And he tell me that I'm going to hell if I don't go to church with him this Sunday. If I don't go to church with the family, I'm just like, that's not it at all. Like, nowhere in the Bible does say that you're condemned to hell for not going to church or for, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just too much out of fear that even parents put on their kids. It's like, no, you have to be this way. You have to uh, believe in these things or, or else, mm-hmm. you know, or else you'll be condemned. And it's because it's out of their own fear as well. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, no, that's that's not it at all. And they're like, yeah, it's like he, I remember a friend telling me, a friend and his sister, they were like telling me, oh yeah, um, our dad gets really mad. He gets really mad that, that we don't go, to, that we don't want to go to church with him or that we dress a certain way. I'm just like, Wow, that's that's not how it should be. You know, you don't lure someone into church by giving them fear exactly. or telling them to read the Bible out of fear, and and I don't know. It's just, it's no, very, no, that's so true, yeah. bro. Because you shouldn't. God is this loving person that tries to show everyone compassion, and for someone to instill fear into them, mm-hmm. in order for them to abide by, I guess, a certain thing that you're supposed to go to every day to feel like you know you're this Christian top tier person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. I feel like if you choose to, that's cool. But if you choose not to, that's also cool. Yeah. And it should be seen as if you don't do this, you will be condemned into, you know. But, like, that's not what it should no, be. I don't think that's what it is either. Because, like, uh, we've said this in a previous episode. It's like, imagine if you were born in another part of the world and you were never exposed to Western religion, you know, mm-hmm. to Christianity. Uh, you know, how Like, would you be condemned to hell simply because you were unaware? No, you know? 
no, no. Like, see, this it's the way you were brought up. It's the way you were raised. But like, at the end of the day, whatever part of the world you were born in, we should all aim to be the same things, and we should all keep our creator in mind, and we should all, you know, follow the the best examples of how to live this life. And the best example, personally, is is Jesus. You know, and so I don't know. Like I said, my my beliefs from Christian beliefs aren't very different at all. It's just. It's just where I put my, my faith, and I put my faith more in God than I do, I guess, the Bible, to, you know, like or, the or, middle or, or in a pastor. Or, yeah, it's kind of like skipping out that, that middle part, but not all the way, you know. I guess through those middles, it helps you understand more of source. Yeah. If, if like, you know, if you can kind of imagine, I guess, right here, church, pastor, Bible, you're, you're right here at the bottom, God's up here at the top. Yeah. You know, yes, That's you want to do your best to connect, but sometimes you need those middles to help, to, you. To help you, you know, Jesus. Exactly, too. but we're not, that's the thing, too, I feel like we need to emphasize, too, that we're not... You know, trying to hate on any religion, oh, or trying man. to hate on whatever people like to do on their Sunday afternoon, Sunday mornings. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's us personally saying that, you know, we are not this sort of person, mm-hmm. but we try to connect as close as we can to be with God. Exactly. But doesn't, that doesn't mean, you know, our is the best way. You know, it's not the perfect way, but someone else could see it as, it might be, someone else could see it as it's the worst way, but everybody's going to have their own say on whatever they do individually with their lives. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is what we decide to do with ours. Exactly. And um, and a lot of people might not like hearing that. You know, I know that if I tell that to, to a Christian person, they'll be like, okay, we'll see that the fact that you don't think that yours is the right way or that's the best way means that, you know, you're not on the right path. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, like you can't just put your own... I don't know. It's really hard because it's a belief, right? It it's, it's a belief. It's a it's religion, and so you want to believe that yours is the right and only way. Because if you let doubt get into that, you wouldn't follow it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's like it's this bias, you know. It's this bias that you have that you have to carry it over into everything. And I don't know. You can't even even with Christianity. And I know Christians will agree with this too. Is that you can't be perfect, and that is a reason why Jesus died for our sins, right? because you can't be perfect but I feel like a lot of uh, people take it uh, to the next level and say okay well since I can't be a perfect person I might as well make mistakes if I can sin and ask for forgiveness I'll be good and they just keep repeating it mm-hmm. like that's that's not right you shouldn't make a mockery out of God by continuing to do the same mistakes and expect forgiveness every time oh, you know I, I just feel like I don't know, I've met a lot of Christians that feel like they can just sweep stuff under the rug a lot of times simply because they, oh, I'm a Christian, I can make more mistakes than the average person that's mm. not a Christian, you know, and just sweep all the stuff under the rug. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're, you're strive, you should always strive to be uh, the best person you possibly can be with this life and create, and, you know, cause no harm. Exactly. And I've also, I've also seen a lot of, uh, not a lot, but just, you know, one or two vegans turn away from being Christian simply because Christians had these arguments with them about no god put animals here on earth for us to eat and consume I'm like that's not right and that oh that's another disagreement i have with the bible right there is that that's not true why would our creator why would a benevolent and loving compassionate god want us to slaughter his own animal like animals for our taste buds for our tastes just simply for sensory pleasure that, that doesn't make sense. Sure, in terms of necessity, I guess that yes. makes sense. Oh, I'm glad you hit on yeah, that because I was just about to ask you, what if someone would say, you know, they did need it back then? See, okay, then that's a good point. So I guess it does make sense, like, for, I guess, uh, that mention, for that to be mentioned in the Bible. So, like, I guess, tell people, realize, okay, well, if you're in necessity, you obviously need Necessity, it, yeah. You know, but here we have options. You know, you go to the grocery store, would you choose the animal that got slaughtered and killed? Or would you choose the... the 
the option that you know i mean here's the thing too about the bible it says that we've all we were we all were born into a vegan world you know we the, the world was originally vegan us as humans if you go to genesis we weren't eating of the flesh we weren't eating destruction and so something i ask a lot of christians is why would you want to live plan b why not live in accordance to god's plan a exactly you know, why wouldn't you live as close to god's uh initial creation as possible you know that's how it should be mm -hmm. but people want to live after the, the the fall after the the dive into sin you know people want to, to live that way and i'm just like well you got to really start questioning what you're doing questioning your belief system because it's because it's like i don't know it's an automatic shield that people put up it's like oh well, god put animals here on earth for us to eat we need to consume them i'm like no god if anything god put us here as stewards for these animals that don't have voices for for the voiceless for the hopeless for the defenseless you know we do have a privilege i would say that in you know the first world country that we happen to be in yes and if you have the ability to you know listen to this on your phone you are a part of this and it's what i'm trying to say that it was a necessity back then and that's a point that we want to emphasize yeah. necessity and now in the time that we are 2020 august 3rd it's no longer a necessity it's become you know a privilege to choose between one and the other mm -hmm. and it's all i guess it would be morally based and what you truly feel what is the right choice and people continue to be hypocrites about you know one side and mm -hmm. about the other side but once you start to really look into it and see the facts and start to really uh, analyze everything that you consume and the process that goes behind that i don't I wouldn't see it as something good coming, any good coming from that. Mm -hmm. And you simply changing that diet could cause so much more good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now that we have an option to choose, like why wouldn't you choose the option of non-slaughter, mm -hmm. consistent, you know, of these animals, these helpless animals that just want to live their life. Mm -hmm. So how does this tie into spirituality? You may be thinking. Yes. It's it's that it's it's the basis that we want to live this life, causing the least amount of harm as possible, or with the strive to cause no harm at all, mm -hmm. to be kind to all living creatures. Not this whole idea of speciesism that some animals are worth their lives are worth more than others simply because we eat some and we don't eat others. There's some people that get really upset at the at the Yulin Dog Festival because they eat and murder dogs with, but they don't look at what's going on right here. We eat and slaughter pigs, horses, cows. Uh, sheep all this stuff, you know, so it's 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 uh It's it can be ignorance But again a lot of times it is hypocrisy because people are aware of what they're putting on their plate and They're aware of the, of the bad and everything bad that comes out of it um, But you got to really look at yourself and, and realize okay What are you putting on your plate because this this is a, a pretty big thing too? And this is like I guess one of my main disagreements with with um I guess Christianity as well with, with religion is that is that idea that we need these or like yeah that we need these animals to survive, survive. That, that, that these animals are put here on earth for us to live it's like no no that's that's not what it is you know we have options now we have more options and um, you shouldn't yeah I feel like you really shouldn't have to slaughter animals that's that's not humane at all like no. people think oh well if you kill it humanely quick and easy I was like how can well, you, you can't, humanely kill yeah, an animal exactly. that doesn't want to die? That's not humane. No. So I don't know. I feel like we set up all these shields simply because it contradicts, or it doesn't contradict, Everything. but it's like it's. Um, we don't want to let go of the taste. They don't want to face that's, the truth. Yeah, that's really all it is. Taste. And so, yeah, and it's like it's really like we all believe in the same things. We're all against animal cruelty, right? We all love animals. We all right? love animals, but some people just don't have those morals aligned with with their actions. Exactly. You know, but me and Mario chose to align. 
our morals with our actions and it's about what we put on our plate three times a day every day exactly and that's so important i feel like maybe tying into that or not even tying into that but i'm saying i guess straying off from i guess the food that we eat it also is a huge part of you know the person that we want to be Mm-hmm. And I feel like continuing this path of, I guess, being vegan and realizing so much more than, like, it's not, like, everybody wants to be, we're not saying that we're perfect people because mm-hmm. we're vegan, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But we're saying that morally, that's what we feel is correct. And I feel like everyone would agree, you know, mm-hmm. they love animals, they're against yeah. animal cruelty. So what's stopping you now from converting into that? And that's the reason why we say it's only taste and convenience. Taste and convenience. Yeah. And that's the sad thing. Yeah, no, and I agree too. It's like, yeah, well, like really, like you got to ask yourself, what's stopping you from transitioning to a vegan diet? A d- diet that like we're literally trying to cause no harm. And people think we're the insane ones for trying to end, you know, animal slavery. But like they don't look at their own and realize how extreme and like how bad this industry is. Like if you actually watch, let me, let me just throw some some documentaries at you. Watch Earthlings, watch Dominion, watch Cowspiracy, watch The Game Changers, and, and you, it'll open up your eyes. You'll realize how much harm we're actually doing to ourselves, our the planet, and the, the animals. Planet and animals. I need. I feel like that's so important too. The yeah. planet. Yeah. Like we only have a one planet, and you know we should really be thankful that we have the ability to be here with everything that we have perfectly made for us mm-hmm. which is even more crazy when you start to think about it exactly and that's where i say like we have the ability to treat this planet so well by simply changing our diet and causing so much good by simply changing our diet mm-hmm. like why wouldn't you want to exactly yeah and it's like we have everything we needed to, we need to like provide us with a healthy diet without the need to slaughter an animal an innocent animal because i'm pretty sure most of y'all wouldn't go up to a pig and think oh yeah i could kill this pig right no you're probably gonna pet the pig you're probably gonna pet the cow you're gonna pet them you're gonna be like oh what a cute animal but then you go home that night and then you eat bit some bacon and you eat some steak it's it's you gotta really question what you're doing your actions and all, oh so i just remembered something I might go on a quick rant with this one because this. Is something <laughs> I, I know it's like go actually. Ahead, I know. I know we're at the fifty. This is probably yeah. This, is this yeah. our longest podcast? One of the longest. Hold on, I just I just need to go off real quick. I'm no, not gonna bring this up in another so podcast. But oh man, something I see is that Chick Fil A is a Christian oh, business, right? Oh, we're gonna with that. I'm gonna hit him with that, bro. Because this, oh, I just noticed such it's a hypocrisy. Though, like it's it's, it's like it's like okay, if if Chick Fil A is a Christian oriented business, right? It's a it's a business that has Christian values. I Yet, mean, the industry that they're supporting, that they're getting their chicken from and all this stuff, it's not Christian-like at all. It's the, these, these are industries that literally play God by selectively breeding these animals, by genetically manipulating these animals, by, by torturing, abusing. It's like, it's like, that's not godly at all. You walk into a slaughterhouse, would you say God would be proud of this? No, guys, no. This is – like, please wake up to this stuff because, I mean, there's industries out there that'll, that'll sell you stuff, that'll, that'll make you give in to their industry – by putting like I just I hate the fact that Chick Fil A just puts out oh yeah these Christian values they try to appeal to people with God right mm-hmm. by saying oh yeah you know there's a lot of Christians that eat here yes we'll even close on Sundays you know exactly. and then and then behind the scenes it's like no this is not godly at all this is not biblical at all this isn't what God would be proud of this isn't what Jesus would come in like I don't know you gotta, just gotta they would emphasize that in a way to continue for someone to. Yeah. Why keep coming? Yeah, like, oh, this is fine. You know, at least, you know, save the cows. You know, we're not killing the cows. You know, we're just killing all these chickens. 
It's like, no, like that's still, that's not it at all. You, okay, so some animals are inferior to others. You know, so I mean, some might just be easier to kill. Some might not have voices. Some might not seem as, as um, I guess, intelligent as others. But does that mean we should kill them just right. because, just be based off intelligence? No. You know, that's that's a dangerous way to look at things because there's a lot of people that are, you know, humans that are born that aren't exactly. as intelligent as so others. So do we kill them off because it's, they're less able to? Yeah. So, Obviously yeah, not. If you base if you base your priority or, or being inferior on an intelligence patient basis, then in that case, you know, there's humans out there that you're calling inferior. So you got to really be careful about the way you identify where you draw that line when really it's as simple as just don't kill any animal. You know, be kind towards all animals. And um, yeah, I just have to go off about that because oh, I, just, I just see it. And I'm no, like, I think that's so important. Oh, you know, this is, this is God's holy is. chicken. This is the holy chicken right here. You know, we're going to kill it and eat it. It's just, no, like you're playing God. Like you're pumping these chickens up with steroids with all these antibiotics. You're literally breeding, mass breeding all these animals and it's causing health issues. It's causing planet issues. You're destroying our own planet, you're destroying your own body and you're just killing the chickens. That none of that no, stands no for good, God. No good, literally. Notice how you said all that? No, no good. No good can come out of that. You know what? You know the only good that you see in that is your taste. Oh, but Harvey, what about protein? No, no, not even no. protein, guys. Skip the metal, man. Where do you think these chickens get their protein from? Exactly. From the food they eat? I mean, come on, guys. This is this is ridiculous. Oh my. And that's why I'm so like. Uh, that's why once I became vegan, I felt like I need to spread the vegan message, yeah. be a vegan activist in order to help people try to change their diet in order to start to be this way, help people start to realize and start to be this way. And that's why I think it's so important that we educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. In the ability to be able to elaborate exactly what we want people to understand because that's how I know we can plant the seed and therefore that seed is going to start to harvest itself slowly or it's Mm going to start and us by simply you know giving out information speaking on it you know doing what we do has Mm -hmm. so much effect on others whether they tell us or not Mm -hmm. it has an effect and that's why I will continue to be this vegan activist because I know it does so much good for yourself the animals and the planet. Yeah. All positive. It's all positive. Like nothing nothing negative comes out of it. You just gotta educate yourself on it and do it. Like the same like the same way these people I see people look at their, their carbs, you know, they look at their macronutrients, they look at their carbs, proteins and fats, they look into it so deep. I'm like, man, that same research and, and stuff they're putting out there do it into some veganism, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's not that hard at all. I mean I mean, shit, you're not even losing taste. So much stuff tastes so good, no, too. No, it's not even... You don't lose taste, bro. I need to stop don't. saying that because you don't lose taste, bro. That It tastes as good, even better, I no, would say, yeah, without awesome. the slaughter and the energy that you get. Like, I mean, I know that you like to eat that meat, but you understand that animal was forcibly killed in pain, yeah. agony, in order for you to have that. So you're going to indulge in it but you will get all that energy that that animal was feeling inside yes. of you and then you start to ask why am i depressed why am i feeling this sort of way you are what you look eat at, look what you're eating yes and that's so and that's the craziest thing when we speak on i guess converting to veganism starting to be this way <laughs> david lane bro speaking on david oh, lane yeah. he recently started to Trans or what were, yeah to transition to a transition vegan diet. Then. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, David Lady guys. I know I know a lot of guys, maybe if you guys are listening, uh, y'all know David Lady, he's a pretty famous bodybuilder. Exactly. This guy even went on a vegan diet, he says he feels so much better. So I mean I mean I don't know, there's just so many celebrities out there. Arnold Schwarzenegger went on a plant based diet. 
uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you know, the guy yes. who the Joker. There's just so many people These out there are, who are being awake. Billie Eilish is vegan, you know what I mean? Exactly, and I feel like you could have that same experience, but you need to just take some time out of your day into order to educate yourself on the topic and not be completely ignorant and close-minded to it and be like, I can't ever because, you know, I was born this way, my family's this way, mm-hmm. my culture's this way. Yes, we understand that because we've we've been there. We've had those experiences. We used to indulge in the meat and indulge in all this. We started to realize. We started to educate ourselves, and now we're no longer that. And that's why I feel like you can be that too. Don't think we're some out of special people, but we did some research and we did it as well. But but, but guys, uh, I feel like veganism is too restrictive, though. Oh my! Oh. Like, this, this right here. This like, like, look, 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 look. First of all, what do you value more? Taste or life? You know, that's the first thing. You know, a lot of people value life, obviously. Yes, you wouldn't exactly. just take they would say yes. So, yeah, life life is obviously more valuable. So, you wouldn't just kill something for your own taste buds. I hope a lot of us can agree on that. But, you know, you're like, okay, yes, you're right. I wouldn't. But I don't know. Would I be able to do the rest of my life without meat? I'm like, let me tell you all something. First of all, the fact that you see it as restrictive shows that you are ignorant to the topic of veganism. Exactly. That's okay. Exactly. So, was I? Because here's the thing. You're eating three animals. Fucking chicken, pork, and beef. Exactly. You know what us vegans? I mean, there's so much out there, guys. So much. There's over 20,000 different species of plants out there, and we can eat them all. You know, exactly. I mean, these are all edible, edible plants, by the way. So like, there's fruits, there's grains, there's nuts, there's legumes, there's pastas, there's everything, tomatoes, everything, 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 everything out there. It's just there's just so much, and you're not just blind to like, oh, I just have my same old burger with my chicken tenders with my all exactly. this stuff. You know, it's like no, there's so much more than just that, and and you're open to a new world of like, oh wow. You know, I can cook some of this stuff up. I can make this. I can do this. Oh, wow. I feel better. Why am I so energized all of a sudden? Exactly. Oh, and I'm not having to kill any animals in the process. And I'm, I'm helping the planet. Yes. Like, all what? positives, bro. That's why I think it's so important that this whole topic just got switched from, you know, yeah, spirituality yeah, yeah. to, like, a religion to, like, I mean, low-key, it kind of ties it in. It does tie yeah, in, bro. Bit. Because I feel like you can't claim to be the spiritual person. And you don't want to be that. That's right. If you continue to do the slaughtering of the animals, you know, everything else. That's true. Because it benefits the planet, yourself, and you. And I feel like as a spiritual person, as a person that cares about everyone and yes. wants to be projected oh, a certain that's a good way. Point. That's you, a good point. Yeah, you know. Like if I mean? you want to spread love and compassion, how are you gonna be fueling an industry that is the opposite of that? Exactly. And you that's know? why I feel like that has also an effect on why I continue to be vegan. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's something that we want to continue to push out there. And people that say, oh, well, veganism, that's just a personal value. Y'all need to keep that to yourselves. If y'all do it, that's fine. We don't ever tell y'all y'all need to eat meat. It's like, no, no, here's the thing, though. It's not just a personal thing. We all believe in the same things. We're just aligning our morals with our actions. You know, we all believe in the same things. It's just you got to look at it from a different perspective. And if you think us pushing veganism is extreme, look at what you're eating. That's extreme. Like, trust me, guys, if y'all watch any documentary on this stuff, no, that is extreme. True. Holy shit, like, I was brought to tears by this kind of stuff. Exactly, no, no, yeah, those bring you to tears once you start to realize the truth. What actually is going on in order for you to get that pork, that steak, that, you know, those eggs on your table. Yes, it's all neatly wrapped in plastic, just right there, ready for you to buy from the supermarket. You know, it's just right there, you know, it's it's already dead, I'll take it. No, you're still, the reason these animals keep dying is because you're supporting an industry. These are just industries, they don't care about your health, they don't care about what you're thinking, you know, they're just, they just want your money so they can continue to slaughter and breed these animals in the process of destroying the planet and your health so that by the time you get older, you're, you're buying from more companies and pharmaceuticals that are going to feed you these pills to try and get you off of whatever you have been eating for the rest of your life. You know, it's just this whole cycle. These are just money hungry people that are 
fueled by by greed. These industries are fueled by greed. They don't care. They they really don't care about your health. They don't care about you. They just care about you spending that dollar on their company in order to keep receiving that demand and keep supplying what y'all feel like y'all need. But that's the thing. You don't need any of that. crazy, bro. They get you sick. And once they get you sick, you have to pay another, you know, big pharma to try and get you off of this. But these pills don't even help with all these crazy side effects that they have. And then you just kind of live your life and you wither away. And you could have easily avoided all that if you lived a healthy lifestyle. Exactly. It's not even like, oh, I'm doing this because I, you know, have to or I feel the necessity to. I do this because I want to. And I know it's just so much positive comes out from it. But I also see as the future. If I'm able to, I guess, stop the bad that I can cause simply by changing my diet on yeah. this world, on these animals, mm. and I'm leaving this world, I know I'm not doing any damage to it. At least, I mean, you know, I'm, or not everyone's going to be perfect, but I'm saying I'm doing the least amount of damage that I can possibly do. Yes. And therefore, for my future, like, my kids will have the ability to grow up in a healthy world, in a healthy environment, mm. to realize, you know, don't treat these animals this way, or the planet won't be treated this way either. Yeah. And those are feel like if you extend it just from veganism and extend it into everything in your life, start to show compassion for every single buddy and not see anyone in a certain way to treat them a certain way, that's when I started to realize that it's no longer just being vegan and not eating meat, but it, it means so much more and it starts to mean so much more when you start to pull it into yourself and start to act as a person that's compassionate about others, just wants to spread love that's and true. is happy and that's the thing. People want to be around those kind of people. People want to mm. give that message and be that message. But yeah. it, I guess you would see it as veganism, veganism. But it's really, mm. it starts from there and you start to really become that. And yeah. it spreads into your being of yeah. life. And, and of course, veganism isn't like also the end all be all. Everyone's working towards becoming a better person. Because I've seen some pretty uh, like shitty vegans, you know, like some people that are no, just exactly. amazing. Exactly. You know? But there's also like there's shitty people all around. But it's just. It's just you got to live life without causing any harm. Like, I'm pretty sure that's all we can agree. Like, we want to cause the least amount of harm as possible. We also want to live a happy and fulfilled life. And, you know, just we just we don't want to be shitty people, honestly. No, that's true. And, okay, yeah, I'll, that's good that you emphasize that there can be shitty vegans. Yeah. But there also can be amazing meat eaters is what I'm trying to yeah. say, too. So, that, therefore, doesn't mean... I'm saying this is what I feel personally, I guess, that mm-hmm. veganism brought into me personally and how I would want to see and raise my kids, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not only about the animals, but it's about how you treat everyone else, and everyone is the same person. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their different skin tone. Everybody has their different facial features. Everyone has their different personality traits. Mm-hmm. But overall, we're just a flesh in a temporary time together, so why make the worst out of it when we can make the best out of it? Oh, I see what you mean. Like, once you start to teach kids that certain animals are worth more than others, this, this, this idea creeps into all aspects of life when really we're all, you know... We sh- we're all living creatures. Yes. We're all, we all, sh- all want to live. We all are, are need to be kind to each exactly. other. We so all want to young- love, be happy. Exactly. Yeah. From a young age, we don't want to teach these kids that, oh, you know, certain animals are worth more than others. These you don't eat. These are considered pets. These are like, it's like, for what reason? You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't show your kid of, you know, yourself slaughtering a cow or chicken. Like if this, stu- is it, if this is stuff you can't even show your kids where their food comes from, that should tell you something. Exactly. The fact that if you go out and try and buy a cow on the side and you you, you die if you eat raw meat, like that should tell you something already too. Ooh. Like we're not, 
obligate carnivores. We weren't meant to be eating all this meat like that. You know, like the, yeah. the fact that we die if it's not even cooked right should tell you something. The fact that it causes high cholesterol, heart disease, diabetes, you know, all this stuff. That should tell you something. We're not doing things right here. Oh, that's so true, bro. And the thing oh. is that people will continue to listen to this and be ignorant. I mean, you're not ignorant you're not anymore. anymore no. So if you continue to listen to this and you understand these points and you you agree, but you you yet you want to still continue to eat meat and be the certain type of way, yeah. I don't I don't really know how I don't know I don't know what I could say to them honestly no, I don't know but I feel like if, if you're considering it please reach out to us I mean we're not oh, judgmental yes, people that, I mean, we, that, please. We've, we've been there you know so we're willing to do whatever it takes to help because I mean shit if I had someone right there with me from the beginning I'd be a lot more informed no, and exactly. I would have dived into it like 100% because no, I actually started off vegetarian which of course mm-hmm. isn't a problem if you start off by cutting out you know meats in general that you're already doing a good job yeah you know? that's true but um yeah, I mean, if, if y'all need any help with any of this stuff, if y'all want to have a conversation, actually, just message us uh, on Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram, Mario? It's the Mar Molina at the Mar Molina. So it's at the Mar. Mine is at Harvey Caves. But yeah, reach out to us about any of this stuff, guys. We yeah, want to have conversations. No, like, yeah, that's what we live for, really. Literally, that's what oh, we want. Yes, and if y'all say something that resonates with us, like, oh, I kind of disagree with what you're saying about this, or like, oh, I have this to say about, I guess, Christianity, or I have this to say about veganism, or I have questions about this, or actually, I didn't like how you said this. Anything, oh, anything on the podcast, message literally. us, please, because this is this is another episode we can make out of that conversation that we had. Um, like on our pro on our dms like we can exactly. turn a dm into a whole podcast and discuss it and you know i'm open-minded Mario's yeah, open-minded we want to we want to talk we won't take anything up the ass or get no, offended no, no, no. we're just here for conversations to open and learn because exactly. at the same time there might be things that we're missing out that we're missing on like um on these topics but we just want to know we want to talk that's all we want to do yes and i feel like that's a good point to end it on yeah. we We'll continue to ask questions. We will continue to be curious, and we hope you do too. And yes. if you have anything to disagree with us or agree with us, feel free to message any of us because we're always open to having conversation, thinking about things in a new way, seeing things in a new perspective mm-hmm. because that's what we want you to be like. Exactly. So thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We genuinely do appreciate it. And if any of you would like to reach out to us, our email is societysucksteam at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at societysuckstm. We hope you have a great day.